Hello, I'm Daniel Doc Gentry. Welcome to the world of Enon. I am its creator and your narrator. Sit back and relax as I take you out of your reality and into my nightmare's dream world. Welcome to the Bros and Dragons podcast. Today, we will be following the adventures of... Keith Ross. I play Captain Martin Firewell, a human male barbarian. John Sika, and I play Alicia Fargo, a female human rogue. Tom Benson. I play Xandro, a male wood elf ranger. Last time on the Bros and Dragons podcast. You travel through the graveyard and you see the three snake people. What do you do? I'd like to hide. I am going to prepare my daggers. I'm going to throw a javelin to kind of open things up a little bit. <laughs> Roll initiative. Stay stealthified. And I am going to move up. And does an 18 hit Alicia? Yes, it does. So you take 10 points of damage, and then you are just grappled. As a bonus action, the big one will say, Kill your friends. And it will be Captain Firewell's turn. I'll take a, a swing at Alicia. Does a 22 hit. <laughs> Did that backwards. It will turn and cast Hypnotic Pattern on Xandro. Nope. Alicia goes She's down? Right. Yep. I'm so glad it happened this way. Alicia and Captain Firewell, you will hear the screech of a falcon come from behind the crypts. You see black cloak figure here come out of the shadows from behind there and strike out at the one in front of you. I don't think so. Not tonight. As a familiar wood elf jumps over the wall, you will hear another familiar voice. My friends, I am here. And he will pray to his goddess and everybody gets back. Fine. And I'll, I'll give him the, the three items. Oh, oh, hold on. Hold on. Let's do them one at a time. I or Let's start off with the chalice and the stone. I will start chanting. Um, when I say now, I want you to hand me the, the staff so we can do this in perfect harmony. And I'll hand it over. And as he grabs the staff, there is a deafening sound, almost a big boom, but it's you're so close. It feels like a static charge. And Amoga is now floating before you but he barely looks like the same person as he transformed into his actual demon self. And he starts laughing and he says, Deimos will rise again. Let us adventure on. So first off, tomorrow is Easter. So happy Easter, everybody. Happy Easter, everybody. Happy Easter. It has been three years since the downfall, as the people are calling it. The land has had half of its life taken from it and the darkness is creeping over the lands. But slowly, Diablana still stands as a fortress as the paladin Martin Cromwell and his wife, High Cleric Sheila Blandersmith Cromwell, are holding the encroaching darkness at bay, and rumor has it that they now have a daughter. Pirate's Port has been utterly destroyed, and the intel has been said that though the criminal underground may still be there, the whole area is being patrolled by a small company of demons. No ships have been seen since Alicia's return, with the news of the demons infecting other lands, except Tyrianda and Goranda. They seem to be engulfed in a blue dome of some sort. With no supplies coming in, the land of Enon is learning to overcome. The orcs were rumored to be working with the demon, 
But they have stood their ground against the onslaught, and they have come to the aid of Demethos. They were the instrument that broke the siege to the city, and now help defend it against other sieges. Plans are being made as a thieves guild that was recently forming in Piratesport has become the new network of spies and smugglers for the resistance of the queen, with the queen. The elves have used their magic to hold the beast called Deimos at bay. But the forest is slowly receding. The farms in the far west of the elven land has sustained the population with food and help where they could spare the elves. Rumor has it that their leader is planning to strike soon, but an envoy is coming to Demetho. Has not been seen in over a month. A dark castle now sets itself upon the Crater of Remembrance to the south. Its armies are coming forth and destroying all the towns all the way up to Demethos. Rumor has it that there is an army of devils and demons that are marching north. The Temple of Justice was easily overrun after the destruction that came onto it before. But with so many being clerics of Deimos that have betrayed their brothers and sisters in the temple quickly, brought justice to its knees, there was no hope. No information has come forward about Morthos the Faithful. Most of the demons still come from Rangio, as intelligence has reported that there is a portal that is open there. Though Deimos has moved to the Black Castle in the south, that strange magic user that was there in Rangio to help you has been spotted by you on your own missions. She seems to be the right hand of Deimos, helping to make sure that his will is followed. Amoga, the demon, seems to be off in the fallen Temple of Justice, organizing his army to invade Diablana and destroy not only the town, but the rumored armies of the clerics and paladins there, as well as the Cromwell. Crystaldale has plummeted into Lake Enon, and though most of it is above the water, the outlining areas were sunk. Most of those were actual living sectors. The Temple of Jundar was the first building to fall, as the hidden clerics of Deimos took over in a very swift fashion, and then came to the rest of the city as the Sight Crystal, a powerful artifact found to be keeping the, the city floating. At the city of Demethos, Rebecca no longer wears her crown around, nor will you see her in grounds. She is dressed in all black leather armor with a mysterious black cloak and her red and blue twin blades at her hips. She has proven not only a competent leader in the years before the downfall, but a cunning and commanding leader in a battle. Word has spread of her veracity in battle and the orcs seem to respect her more. However easy Deimos thought this entry and annihilation of this realm was going to be, the queen and her servants have obviously been more than he thought they would be. There is hope in the land too, that this can be defeated and everyone can finally grieve and start rebuilding. Each of you has been vital in the resistance as well. Though this was because of something you did, when the people finally learned the whole story, their focus became Amoga. And though it has taken years, the people once again are renewed when they see you instead of being enraged. You bluster the resistance when you go to areas and help where you can. After the events with Emoga summoning Deimos, the captain fell into deep depression, and in an attempt to make up for his failures, he snuck away from the group one night and decided to basically go to his death, but try to take as many with him as he could as he led an assault on Deimos 
by himself. During the battle, he, he made it through many, many demons, but was eventually taken down and captured. Uh, after about a year of constant mental and physical torture, he was in the process of being tortured a, by uh, a demon holding a red-hot sword. And the demon itself went to burn the cap captain's arm, and the captain saw his chance to possibly get away and jerked in such a way that the demon cut the captain's arm off and that allowed him to get free. He snatched the sword from the demon and killed it and then made his escape. And uh, in the remaining two years, he has been living with elves and kind of doing work for food and uh, boarding. What I did, or what Sandro did, was wonder what he got himself into joining these people. I would say he spent most of his time just outside the city trying to kind of learn about the uh, demons and how to best go about getting them out of here. But I'd say I'd travel most of the area around around the city. Alicia woke up one morning, realizing the captain was gone, decided she was going to go out and look for him. That, that didn't do too well for her, because after six, seven months of searching, she couldn't find him and decided she would use her skills as a sailor to try to get onto a boat. When she got to Pirate's Port, she realized there, there was really nothing left. She managed to steal a small vessel and kind of sailed around everywhere just looking for more or less a safe haven, which she couldn't find because the entire world is screwed. So after years of, well, I shouldn't say years, after a few years of sailing around doing, you know, little odd jobs that really didn't work out well because really had nowhere to go, she decided she would continue the hunt and see if she could find any trace of the captain. And here we are today. Xandro and Alicia, you've returned to Queen Rebecca's court and you are with her during a war council. She has plans to cut through the horde of demons and destroy Deimos. An elf dressed in cleric armor runs into the room. My queen, I have a request from Morthos the Faithful. He is attacking Rangio in three days and asks if you could send anyone at all to help him in his assault. He only has a handful of clerics to attack with. My queen, can I volunteer to go? She looks thoughtful in contemplation, but she has not spoken yet. I really think I could be of some help. I know Morthos's fighting style. I used to travel with him before he set back to try to help the others. I think I would be a good fit for his group and be able to help take down the demons. And what of you, Xandra? Are you going to continue around my kingdom moping, or will you go help your friend Alicia? I will join. I think I've... Learned a few things over the years. I can be helpful. Leave when you are ready. There isn't many provisions I can provide, but if the city has anything, it will give it to you. And Godspeed to you both. Both Alicia and Xandro bow deeply to their queen and leave as the queen goes back to her battle plans and they head out from the castle. The elf says, I, I will ride ahead and tell Morthos at least two are coming. And he begins to run off towards his horse that's wrapped up on a pole right outside the castle wall. God, it must be nice to travel with horses. <laughs> we do know where we're going, don't we? We know the way to Rangio? Yeah. All right. As he turns and kicks his horse, you can see the marks where multiple arrows have struck his horse in the rear hide. It must be a very hardy horse. Wish I could take an arrow like that. <laughs> So, Zandro, is there anything you need before we head out? I should be good. It's been a few years. I'm pretty well stocked. Where's Where's your captain? You know, I have no idea. He took off in the middle of the night. I've been searching for him ever since, and that was four years ago. All right. Well, I guess it's just us then. 
I should have kept walking instead of sailing. I got used to sitting down. You head out towards Rangio, and after a half a day's walk, you come upon a dead horse and the dead rider. They look like they were struck out, that it was struck down by demons. Well, I guess the message never got to Morthos. The faithful. <laughs> guess we should be on our toes. Yep. Uh, does this guy carrying anything on him? He has a bow and 20 arrows and a quiver. His sword is missing. He has an amulet around his neck. He has two longbow arrows through his gut. You can tell by the make of them that they are demon arrows. Can I check the... Uh amulet see if it seems magical or is it just some kind of heirloom it feels magical well i'll take the amulet the arrows you said the two arrows that are in them they seem different they're demon arrows there were arrows that demons use they have definite markings on them that show that they come from demons demon arrows uh i'll definitely take those i'm gonna search the horse is there anything on the horse yeah there's a couple broken arrows and a saddle do you need a bow and some arrows? I mean, I could take a bow. I don't think I don't have a bow. Might be a good thing for me. Might be good for a backup. Yeah, might as well. I'll take it for now. Can't hurt, right? Perception checks. Son of a bitch. 22. 15. You both here from the East Forest line. Which you guys know are gnolls. And two arrows fly by you. You know they're coming. I need initiative. Oh, boy. 12. Uh, 19. Surprised by the arrows, Alicia draws her daggers, Xandro his bow, as they scour the forest line on either side of the road. Xandro's first react. Uh, well, I look over in that direction. You said, how many do I see? So you see one bigger one in, in the, the tree line, and he's pointing now, and six are coming out from the tree line. Three with bows, three with weapons in their hand. The three with weapons in their hand are charging straight at you. I would like to concentrate on one of those that is running at us and make my two attacks. Xandro narrowing his eyes, aiming his bow and leveling out, fires two shots into the wood line upon the charging knoll. A 19 and a 20. Okay, yeah, they both hit. I assume just roll both of them at the same time. Uh, one at a time, please. 11 piercing. And then another 14. Alicia, you turn around and in, in, in horror you see these gnolls coming out of the woodland. A little too close for comfort. As Xandro flies two arrows, it strikes one and as it keeps moving forward, the second one hits. It slides and lands at your feet. Dead. It is your turn. How far off are they? They're like right there. And then there's three in the wood lines that pulled longbows. They're getting ready to fire. Pull out the daggers and go for the one that's closest to me. Okay, one's coming straight at you. You pull out your daggers. You try to strike. 16, 11 points of damage. Alicia, thinking fast, moves in with both of her daggers. Strikes out to hit the enemy. As two lines appear on the skin where the daggers were, blood trickling forth. The longbows will shoot at you. The first one, as he draws back, the string breaks. The second one fires at Alicia. And the one fired at Xandro, who knows longbows, easily gets out of the way. But two of them make it to you. The one that Alicia struck out is right in front of. He'll try to stab. He hits you for three, and he pulls his spear back and strikes again. That one does hit. And hits you for eight this time, as he has a better angle on you. One of the gnolls, seeing his chance, comes forward and strikes out with his spear. Alicia tries to dodge out of the way, and it's a grazing blow. As it resets and comes forward, it sticks Alicia in the arm, and blood begins to flow from her. 
The one running up to Zandro. The first strike, he misses. And the second strike, he missed. The big guy behind growls out and begins running straight at Zandro. He runs at you, he jumps, grabs onto your shoulders and takes a bite out of your shoulder for five points of damage. And you quickly turn and knock him off. So you have one behind you, one in front of you. At least you have one in front of you. That'll take us back to Zandro. Can I shoot still with my bow? If they're within five feet of you, you roll at disadvantage. So I'm at disadvantage to the guy in front of me? Yes. 17. 14 points of piercing damage. If he's still up, I'd like to shoot another arrow at him. He is. Uh, 16. And your first shot goes into the neck. He begins to bleed, but he's standing up. He raises his spear to strike out at you, and you shoot another one, and this time get him between the eyes. He falls backwards. You disengage, you start moving. You notice that he makes a hand signal, and five gnolls come out of the west side of the road now, and they are coming at you. One goes to jump at you, when all of a sudden, from behind you... I'm gonna come rushing in, and with Trident leading the way, try and stab this guy. 26. 18 points of piercing damage. This gnoll is coming straight for you. Out of nowhere, you see a familiar blue hue of a trident go right through the bottom of its chin and then slide off as standing before you is Martin Firewell. Loss of one arm, unknown scars all over his body marking his skin. Captain! I kind of turn to look at Alicia like, that's not my name anymore. Uh, Just at that time, the other ones come in rushing. No. Three that was the last one. I'm sorry. No, god damn it. There's a lot of them now. Well, shit, can I take my second attack then? Uh, sure. There's one coming up right behind him. Uh, 18? That one goes down as well as three more are coming towards you. The first two strike out at Xandro and miss. The third one, though, strikes out at Captain Firewell and crit. Oh. Excuse me, Martin Firewall. Yeah, Martin. During their brief reunion, three gnolls come out of the forest line and try to attack Xandro and Captain Firewall. As the first one strikes out at Xandro, he dances easily away from the spear's attack as Martin Firewall takes a shot to the side and blood starts streaming forth. For 13 piercing damage, they all reel to strike again. One finally connects with Xandro, but the one that hit Martin Firewall the first time misses. Xandro, you'll take seven points of piercing damage from one of their spears. The other one, see Alicia. They strike out. You're nimbly dodging and moving when one actually makes contact with you for ten points of damage. They rile again and try to strike out. And the last one hits you for four points of damage as you see the big one go running off. Charging straight at Martin Firewall. So I'm attack the one that's in front of me. Ooh, and I'm gonna crit him. Nice. So he goes down. As the big gnoll starts running off towards Martin Firewall, Alicia enacts her dagger attack at the one in front of her, slicing through easily with the rage and anger coming through her daggers. As you drive both your daggers into his head, over the years you become a little less squeamish about killing things you just rip the daggers out and turn to the next one ready for the strike so the biggest one was running towards uh martin yes i would like to take two shots at him 15 hit it does (laughs) 11 points of piercing damage the first one strikes him in the shoulder it takes him back a little bit but he sets his feet and keeps coming 21 
18 points of piercing damage. As you hit him, he goes off to yours and Martin Firewell's left and just falls dead onto the ground. Martin Firewell! Yeah, is there any left? You have three in front of you. Oh, God. Two All are right. attacking Xandra, one's attacking you, and Xandra just saved your life again. I'll rush forward and attack whichever's closest to me. 31? 14 points of uh, nat one. As you strike out, it easily deflects with its sword as your trident sparks off of the stones on the ground. Uh, I'm going to go to the next closest one to me. 16. Eight points of damage. Alicia, full of gore and confidence, walks up to the next knoll, sets herself for her attack. As it lowers its spear to try to defend itself from a lower attack, she strikes high and cuts into the knoll. All right, their turn. Xandro. Yes? You have two around you. They're trying to hit you with spears. They're working in unison. One misses, the other one strikes, the other one misses, and the first one strikes. You're going to get hit for 18 points of piercing damage from both ears. Holy shit. Martin Firewell. You're going to get hit both times with the spear with the one that you've been fighting for 10 points of piercing damage. As the knoll sets itself and strikes out twice against Martin Firewell, both strikes land. He begins to bleed, but not profusely, as small abrasions are starting to form more often on the skin. All right, I'd like to attack the whichever one's in front of me. Is it at disadvantage, I'm assuming? Yeah, you have two, so left or right? The one on the right. Okay. Would a 19 hit? You, your first arrow strikes him in the shoulder for... 12 points of piercing. And if he's still standing, I'd like to shoot him again. He is still standing. How's a 15? Um, that'd be 14 points of piercing. So, Xandro, they're moving in and out, working simultaneously. You train your eye on one, and you fire two shots. The first one hits it in the shoulder, the second one in the throat, and it goes down, and blood starts pouring on the ground. So, Captain Firewall, you just saw Xandro do something miraculous, which is shoot a longbow literally at point-blank range and hit both arrows simultaneously. Pretty awesome. Make another attack against the one I've been hitting. 12 points of piercing damage. Uh, 14 points of piercing damage. As you drive your trident through his gut, pull it out with all of his entrails still on it, he goes down to the ground. As you look, uh, Xandro has one in front of him, but you notice that Alicia is still surrounded by three. Charge over there and take my second attack against whichever one is closest to me. Or 20 points of piercing damage. So you run up behind one of them. It doesn't expect you coming, and you literally take its head straight off with the trident. That's awesome. Alicia, literally, your foes around you went from two to three as you saw this blue trident come through the throat of one of your enemies, and standing behind the dropped body is Martin Firewell. I am going after the same one that I've been attacking the seven's one when he killed. Nope. Yeah, okay. As you try to stab out at this knoll, he moves out of the way and deflects your second shot. That's 16. Eight. Shot again. A 15. 18 points of piercing damage. Okay, the first one seems to just barely take some of the flesh off of his arm. It reels him back. You adjust your sights and fire, and it goes right through the chest as he falls to the ground dead. Captain Firewell. Do I see Alicia getting fucked up? Well, there's or one. Is, of, is she really fucked there, up? There's one that you're fighting and one that Alicia's fighting. So I'll continue attacking the one I'm hitting. <laughs> but uh, 17 points of damage. And you strike at him. You open up a wound on his leg. He looks like he can barely stand. Uh, second attack hits. 
and how do you kill them? Same thing as the one before. I stab my trident around the neck area, and it's so much force behind it that the horizontal bar literally just severs his head. So it's just the one that I've been fighting? Yes. 20, not natural. How do you want to kill it? I'm going to take my two daggers, and I'm going right for the eyes and just... Stab him through the eyes and rip into the side. So you stab into its eyes, you try to go to the side, and the blades come out the eye sockets because that's not how skulls work. And as that happens, a flood of blood just pours out of the eyes like the exorcist. It screams for just a second, and in an agony phase, it stops and falls. Kick it. Uh, this is the first time you've seen Martin Firewell in years, and it's the first time you've ever seen Martin Firewell without an arm, and it looks like he has lashes and scorch marks going up his neck and down his arms and his hand. I'm sorry, his arm and his hand. Do you have a stump? I do have a stump. It's uh, about six-inch stump. Okay. C- Captain, what happened to you? <sighs> Please don't don't call me that anymore. I was captured by Deimos. Why did you go after him yourself? I had to try and fix things. Yeah, but wouldn't it have been easier to go with a group? Maybe we could have all gone and taken him out with you? I didn't want to endanger anyone else. I mean, I guess that's a reason, but you couldn't have left a note or anything. I thought you were dead. I thought I would have been too. Better question. Where's your arm? Oh, funny story. I kind of like wiggle the nub a little bit. I don't know. We need to put it. We need to tape something to that so that you can, you know, have a sword for an arm. So why are you dropping the captain from your name? (laughs) I'm no leader. You'll always be a leader to me, Cap. Not anymore. Where are you headed? We're going to meet up with Morthos the Faithful, who is still alive in Rangio. He's planning a full-on assault. You see relief and kind of a little bit of shock come over the cab, come over Martin, and he, he's he's almost in disbelief that Morthos is still alive. He, he had thought that he had caused the deaths of, of so many people that he had been unable to find over the years. I'm gonna start checking bodies. Uh, I'll kind of I'll kind of look at you as as you're looting, and then just kind of turn and start making my way toward Rangio. So laying around this mess, you'll find one short sword, nine spears, ten longbows, two hundred longbow arrows. I'm gonna go catch up to Martin and say maybe we should think about setting up camp. I kind of stop for a second and look around, kind of look up in indecision. I kind of shrug and walk over to the edge of the forest and sit down against a tree. <laughs> Sets up camp. You guys know that you could take a short rest, but if you try to do a long rest, you'll probably be overrun with demons at some time. Sounds like we're taking a short rest, huh? God, I wish I was an elf. <laughs> Through this short rest and, you know, looking it over, uh, you've seen something like this before, so it doesn't take long. It's a parapet of wisdom. After a short rest, you head out towards Rangio, the smoking decay of a town that once had life in it. You remember a couple times ago you were here when the magistrate was talking to you and there were bells the time before that. Uh, you remember the kids and the things that had happened here. Now it is a desolate wasteland. You can see bodies curled up that look like the soul or life force was sucked out of their body. There's still what looks like throne sitting above the keep big enough for the god Deimos to sit in, which is now empty. And you hear fighting to the east in the field. Martin is quick as he can running off to the east. Yeah, I'll follow. Yeah, at least he's going to follow as well. Martin Firewall starts taking off. Xandro takes off with him. Alicia turns around and goes, shit, wait up, and starts running. And as you get to a part, there's a slight hill. So you could see over the land. You could see this big force of demons intertwined with these seven clerics. To your 
excitement, the clerics seem to be cutting down these demons like nobody's business. Three of them seem to pin one of them to the ground, and then you hear a bestial roar, and then pieces and bits of people go flying as you see the hybrid form of Morthos the Faithful in his new armor of justice standing there with people parts still in his mouth and hands. as they rip apart these demons and the demons' followers. Doesn't look like they need any help. If there's no if there's no more demons around, then I'll kind of slow down and just start walking. He jumps to all fours and runs up to you and goes, The hell happened to your arm? <laughs> um, long story, old friend. Uh, and I'll kind of grab him up in a, in a one-armed hug. Uh, it feels like he's hugging you, and then you hear him mumbling. He has both hands on your stomach. And he is chanting. There, you're feeling a heat. This is over a couple of minutes. What do you do? Uh, I'm kind of looking at him, and like I, I'm unsure of what he's doing exactly. And then he lets go with the cry of the last. Ale. And you fall down in agonizing, excruciating pain coursing through your body as your arm grows back. Almost coming to tears, uh, not from the pain. He's very accustomed to pain. Just gratitude. And he purposely reverses and reaches out with his left hand to help you up. I, I'll take it and, and stand up. It's weird to use your left hand again. It is. I'll, I'll look at him and look down at the trident and kind of offer it uh, back to him if if he chooses that he needs it as my way of saying thanks. He says, no, you keep it. You need to find some faith in your life, old friend. And he turns and he says, Well, the demons know we're here now, so there's no sense in beating around the bush. We got to go in and close that portal before more demons come forth. Let's do it. My plan originally was that this place has three entrances. One to the east, one to the north, and one to the south. I was going to send my army and split them in two. So four to the north and four to the south, and I would charge down the middle. Where do you expect the most resistance? Probably on the north and south, but they're to draw to, uh, all these demons away so I can get to the portal easier. I'll go with you. Who's your new friend there with the pointy ears? Uh, I'll turn around and, and look like, what? Dafina, did you get a sex change? <laughs> Dafina's no longer with us. Where'd Dafina go? She went with Fidget on the boat. We think she went to her island and finally got it. He starts laughing. He goes, no, seriously, where'd she go? Yeah, uh, she left with Fidget. Said they were going back to the island. You gotta be shitting me. Wish I was. Well, whatever they're doing, they must be doing something right. I've never seen paladins and clerics work together, but if I didn't see it in Diablano with my own eyes, I wouldn't have believed it. Well, I think it's some time for Morthos the Faithful. And uh, he sets his armies off. The four go to the south and four go to the north. You guys going to stay with him or are you going to go with their armies? I'm going to stay with him make it four on four. Dandro? Yeah, I'll stay with them. So you hear the forces engaging on either side of the town. Morto says, it's either now or never. And he runs in. In the center of town, you see the portal. And it seems to be unguarded. Morto says, now's our chance. And he runs forward as he gets hit with a giant club that sends him into the wall and knocks him down and out. Roll it. What fuck? What the? Xandro got 14. 10 for Alicia. 16. Floating off to the right, near 
the keep where the throne is is a very large looking purple mind flare. But standing before you is a very tall that looks like an orc that was crossbred with a demon. He's holding a gnarly looking great sword that has bone and sinew and it has spikes on either end of the blades. And he just hit Morthos into the building. Oh my god, I want it. First react will be Martin. Well, seeing Morthos go down like that is going to instantly my rage. And I will charge forward with pulling out my shield as well as the trident and take a swing or a stab. Yeah, 25? Uh, just barely. Yeah. 18 points of piercing damage. Second attack, 26. 14 points of piercing damage. You pull out your shield and you run in like an idiot to attack this thing. And you stab out and it seems to pierce the flesh but nothing happens. The second one, you pierce the flesh again and then you pull out nothing happens. Looking closer there are little black vapors coming from it but nothing else. That takes us to Xandro. Uh, I'd like to move a little bit. How far am I from like a building to get a little bit of cover? There's an alley but it, you'd have to go I'd say 60 oh. feet. Yeah. I'll just try and uh, can I use a uh, bonus action to uh, cast hex on this or hunter's mark on this guy? Which one, the guy in front of you, or the guy floating just behind him? Yeah, I'm gonna mark the uh, big guy that the uh, Martin is fighting. I will take two shots at that guy. Twenty-eight. That's uh, sixteen points of piercing. I'm assuming he's still standing. Oh yeah. Twenty-two. Uh, it. It hits his flesh and seems to be deflected by it. Oh, damn. Alicia. Guess I'm going after the guy that everybody's attacking that just beat the hell out of uh, okay. Morthos the Faithful. It's a regular attack, but you'll get your sneak attack on it. Okay. If you hit. 26. 23 points of damage. It's their turn. Run away. Martin Firewell, give me a wisdom saving throw. 15. You hear a voice. Kill your friend. You are dominated. Not again. This again? Oh my god. <laughs> this shit. Uh, that voice. Pick something with different moves. That voice comes from the purple tentacle. It looks like a mind flare, but it looks like the, the tentacles are way longer, the staff is bigger, and it itself is almost three times the size of a normal one. Big thing in front of you is going to try to beat your ass! Uh, swings at Martin. First one misses, the second one hits, and it hits for nine, uh, yeah, nine slashing. Does that break me out of the uh, the domination? Nineteen. Oh yeah, it shakes you from it. The large demon-infused orc swings out at Martin Firewell and strikes him, shaking him from the spell that was cast from above. It will be Captain Firewell's turn. I know. The, the strength that I put behind these attacks and, and seeing it do nothing. Can I roll something to know that we're very much outmatched? You've never seen anything like this or I wouldn't like it. No, I'm just I, I'm just talking about I, I, I saw my attacks, I know the strength behind my attacks, and I saw it do nothing. Do I do I get any any kind of insight from that? Yeah, you know this is one of the toughest battles you've ever fought, but you know that these demons have never gone down real easy. As a, I guess I hope it's reaction. I'll yell to Xandro, the one in the back, kill it! As I'm stabbing again at the one in front. Oh, Nat twenty. 
<laughs> and he critted you back. 37 points of piercing damage. And it swings back at you automatically and hits 22 points of slashing damage. Uh, second attack, 31. 20 points of piercing damage. And again, automatically strikes back at you for 12 points of slashing damage. And it takes us to Xandro. As I hear him say that, I will adjust my aim and keep the D floating, whatever the hell it is. Okay. 19. 13 points of piercing damage. And the second one, 29 to hit. And 15 points of piercing damage. Martin Firewell comes in swinging. Every hit takes another hit upon himself from the demonically possessed orc. Xandro, changing aim from hearing Martin, steadies his bow, takes aim, and lets two arrows fly, both of them striking the target above the portal. She's going to continue swinging them daggers. Uh, 24. For 24 points of damage. It swings back with its great sword and hits you for eight points of slashing damage. It's turned. The tendril thing will fly down and attempt something called extract brain on Alicia. Oh crap. 28 to hit. Okay, then I gotta roll this out. There's a chance Alicia dies. Holy fuck. Great. How many points you have? 43. Oh, okay. Strikes out at Alicia and starts peeling away parts of her skull for 37 damage. Holy hell. The thing in front of Martin will swing twice. And as he's swinging, you'd be, you are deflecting with your shield and misses both attacks. It is Martin Firewall's turn. Do I see Alicia getting almost killed? As she screams out, you look over there and it looks like this thing is digging into her skull to get to her brain. I'm going to turn, dive at the Mind Flayer, and attempt to gra- grapple it as I'm yelling, Grab Morthos and, and run! Uh, the thing swings at you as you go out of its range, and mm-hmm. then go ahead and roll a contested. 30. Uh, you pin it to the ground. Its tentacles start moving like it wants a piece of you now. That's all I got I'm holding. Xandro. Alicia uh, just got her ass whooped by this thing. Uh, it's hard to tell from where you are with everything going on, but she she's looking a little wobbly behind this thing, but she's still standing. All right, I'm going to take two shots at this the big guy that's marked. What, a 23 hit? Arrow hits his skin and deflects off. Second one. Nat 20. 42. So you take your first shot. It deflects off of its chest. It looks straight at you and gives you the shot. As you put one through its eye, it falls to the ground. As this happens, a white glow happens behind the creature you can barely see. Alicia, you get 21 hit points. And so that guy's down and out, I assume, huh? Yep. And the other one's being held on the ground. Can I use my movement to move to them? Can you move 40? Uh, my normal speed is 35. Uh, you, yeah, you're right there. Xandro, thinking fast, levels his bow, fires off two shots. The first one deflects off the skin and goes wide. The second shot hits the creature straight in the eye, takes it down as he runs up to join the fray. Alicia. Uh, since this thing is down, does that mean uh, I would get advantage on attack roll? You do have advantage on attack First roll was a crit. Sorry, it's taking me a minute. So that's gonna be 40 points of damage. 24. Eight. It's gonna try to break free of Captain Firewell, so I, I'm sorry, Martin Firewell, so I need a strength or athletic or whatever. 
21. 22. It throws Martin Firewell off and uses uh, its movement speed to stand up. Alicia, you get an attack of opportunity with one of your dagger. 25. How long have you been playing this game? Uh, you hit <laughs> with your dagger for eight points of damage. It will hold its hands out and stare at everybody. I need everybody to give me an intelligence saving throw. Eight. Oh, Ooh. 21. Ooh. 18? Martin, you're the only one that missed this. Uh, Let me guess. I think it's casting a spell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you take 30 psychic damage, and you are stunned to the end of your turn. 12. You are still stunned. The large, encrusted mind flare stands up, reaches its arms out, and stares across the crowd. Everybody feels an energy about them. Martin gets subdued by the force as he is stunned. He tries to use his will to break free to no avail. Xandro. Shoot this tentacle dude and then use whatever movement I can to head in that direction. Okay. Would a 20 hit? It does. Not I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the uh, mark on this first shot. Okay. 13 points piercing damage. <laughs> you strike it in the arm. Uh, second shot. 29. 17 points piercing damage. And then I will move as much as I can towards the cleric. Alicia. I'm gonna use my daggers. I got the plan I hope works out, which I don't think it will. 19. Seven. As you pull your daggers out, it flows this black key. You look like you've done quite a bit of damage to it, but it is still standing. Uh, it's going to try to hit you with its tentacles. As they snap out, you nimbly dodge out of the way. End of Captain Firewell, or Martin Firewell's turn. He gets another saving, intelligent saving throw. Five. Xandro. <laughs> Five? What the hell? Take two shots and, and then move as far as I can. Shot number one, 21. It bounces off of its shoulder, goes straight up into its head, and it collapses to the ground. Martin, you shake free of your stunned. Look around, see if there's anything else, and I'm running over to Morthos to check on him. Uh, Morthos is starting to get up. He's the one that actually cast a healing spell. How does he look? He looks hurt, but he reaches out his hands, and he starts praying, and a chant comes out. He's moving his fingers and you see the portal start to blow. You do hear the battle raging still in the north and south. Stay here and, and watch over Morthos until it's closed and then probably go and help out. Yep, I've got this second. I'll take a minute to cast uh, Cure Wounds on myself. I'm a pop a healing potion. Yeah, I'm gonna, do a, I'm gonna do a healing potion too. As he finishes, there's a bright, bright flash and it looks like a red line is drawn through the runes on the ground that tear this portal apart. Can we still still hear the battle? There is still a battle going on. Uh, then yeah, this is gonna go, go attempt to, to help out. Okay. Yeah. What are you doing, Alicia? I'm gonna follow and go see if I can help out. Give me. A, Actually, I'm gonna go stealth and do this. Give me a perception roll at disadvantage first. Twenty. You see your friends start to run north. You go to start jogging, and your eye catches this ivory, golden-laden hilt of a dagger on the belt of the giant demon orc. Oh, I'm going after it. Uh, you pick it up, and you twirl it around. You've seen something that looks like this before. If you look at it, it's got a, a trigger on the handle. You found a dagger of venom. As you get to the north, you see this Balor, and two of the clerics are standing, two of them are down. 
there's a mass of other demons just dead on the ground, but this Balor is giving them some problems. Maybe about 60 feet. Stop um, running. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do the same. It has, using its whip and its longsword, it's striking out, but it doesn't seem to hit these last two clairs. As Morthos overtakes Martin and strikes his Balor in the jaw, you hear a crack snap and it falls to the ground. He starts <laughs> tending to those that are dead and goes, check on my men to the south and meet me in the west. And I'm turning around and running back the way I came. And as I'm running, I'm going to remember, hey, I wanted that fucking giant club thing. So I'm going to run snatch that up as I go. Uh, I mean, search. Okay, so it's going to be a really quick cursory search. I, I'm grabbing the club and then I'll, I'll, I'll kind of... So it, it actually is a great sword. Oh, it's, uh, okay. I remember you saying club. Okay, great sword. It, it looks like a great club, but it really is a great sword. And I guess, Zandro, you can see that the uh, the, the purple illithid thing that is bleeding out inky black stuff now was holding a staff. I'll grab it and throw it in that uh, quiver thing. Uh, you guys take off to the south just as the other ones are running forward. It seems like two of their men were hurt. Nothing that clerics can't get over. And they run in and say, where's Morthos? Where's the others? He said to meet him in the west. Let's get the hell out of here. Uh, as you leave, little demons seem to come out, but the, the clerics just seem to take them out with one swing as you run. And you meet in the forest to the west. And sure enough, Morthos is waiting there. and He goes, it's done. That portal's closed. So the only portal that's left must be in the Black Castle. Well, we need to close that one as well. You need to return back to the queen. Tell her I am fine and that the clerics and the paladins are coming to her aid soon enough. Okay. Can do. You head on and start trekking back to Demethos, and you notice that it is getting pitch dark out. Uh, every night seems to be endless darkness. No stars or moons ever show. You know that at night the demons are at their peak. Short rest would be nice. All right. You take a short rest but you really feel like you need to get moving soon. Uh, you know that everybody's going to Demethos. Are you going to go with Cap or Martin Firewall? I'll, I'll go with because I've not seen Rebecca. Having found Morthos, now I'm interested in the whereabouts of Sheila, Fidget, and Dafina. So I'm trying to find everybody. So hopefully maybe I can find someone in Demethos. That'll take us into a skills challenge then. As 100 feet down the road, you see two hellhounds come out from the forest. Have I ever fought hellhounds before in this three No, years? and these things are large, and they have fire brewing from their sides, mouth, and eye sockets. So give me an initiative roll. Six. 21. 14. Uh, you start running. Alicia, you're the first one to skill. Uh, so we're in the forest, right? You're near the edge of a forest, yeah. But you were coming back on a trail because you took a short rest. You were coming on a trail to get back to Demethos. Nobody walks through the woods during a demon apocalypse. Jesus. <laughs> Why not? Sounds like a good idea. <laughs> I'm gonna use perception to see oh. if there's any uh, to see if there's any like shortcuts or anything I can kind of jump over and make it so that it's harder for them to get after me. Sure, make a perception check. Fourteen. You can't see anything because you're human, and it's midnight, and it's black, and there's no moon. Oh, that was a uh, yeah. Okay, uh, it's a free action to say something. Crap, I can't see. <laughs> Zandro. This is what I'd like to do. I would like to try and recall some information about these beasts, I guess, or demons or whatever they are, these hellhounds, to know how easy they are to hit. Like, do they basically try to, you know, how much health do they have? Okay, give me a religion check. 
12th? You never met anybody that's fought a demon dog, as your people call them before, and live. Martin. I want to use my athletics to try and outpace them. 20. You begin to pick up pace, and you egg your compatriots on. You start gaining a little bit of distance from these things. That takes us back to Alicia. I'm going to use sleight of hand to reach into my pocket and pull out some ball bearings and throw them behind us to try to slow these things down. There you go. 17. You grab a handful of ball bearings and throw them, arcing them in such a way to make sure that your feet don't trip as well. You do hear a little yip as you do catch them a little off guard and you pull a little further away. That brings us to Xandro. Oh, hell. What am I going to do? <laughs> it's got to be some kind of skill, huh? That's how these things work. Okay. I got a couple spells. Um, let's see. I was going to, I was thinking of slowing down just a little bit so that uh, my compatriots get in front of me just a bit and then cast Fog Cloud. Okay, give me an Arcana check. Let's hope for the best. 15 plus zero would be still 15. <laughs> you back away from your compatriots and cast Fog Cloud and then easily catch back up. Uh, you can hear them running, but you did it at a curve. It catches them off guard and you gain a little bit more distance from them. That takes us to Martin Firewell. So what I want to do is attempt to turn and throw my bolo to try and trip one up. Use insight. Seven. Uh, you take your bolo out and you got this idea where you whip it behind you, but your angle is way off and your bolos go flying into the forest. That takes us back to Alicia. See, guess we're running. I'm feeling thirsty. Can I use the uh, check my survival to grab no. water and try to drink it while running? Uh, yeah, give me a survival check. That's a great idea. Nine. Uh, you try to drink from your water while you're running. You thought it would be a good idea, but you start choking. It slows you down, and now they're they're coming hot on your heel. Xandro. I did the fog cloud thing. Is there anything that I can kind of stealth behind? Bushes or trees that I can kind of zip around and try and, you know, maybe get lost from their vision? Sure, go ahead. Oh, hello. Uh, that would be 17. You dip into the forest because you remember that you like forest now and you start running through it. And as you look through what you could see through the forest, you notice that neither one of the hellhounds are following you. Now they're just gaining on your compatriots. Right. Which takes us to Martin Firewell. I would like to use deception to, while I'm running, kind of faint to the right and then cut back left. 21. You juke them, and for a second you fake them out. They start losing a little bit on you. They're getting further away. That takes us back to Alicia. I just want you to know everything falls on your shoulders. It's five to four, and you only need one or one make or one miss to either make or miss. Oh, God. Oh, boy. Oh, I don't like this. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm going to try to flip over these things, get behind them, and take off going the other way. Kind of confuse them. Come on, natural one. 16. 16. Alicia slows down. She turns and flips. One of the hellhounds turns around. The other one, not catching it right away, goes to turn. Rolls on the ground as flame erupts from the walls of the mathos that you're near. And they turn blue and freeze the dogs where they are as the gates open up and the guards go, Come in quickly! And that is where we will end it. Remember, guys, keep following us on the instagram page bros and dragons podcast you can also follow me 
on Twitter, you know, still learning how to use it. And by that, I mean, I really have not figured it out yet after a year and a half of using it. But you can find me at uh, Chuwu13. Yeah, you can follow me at Guy on the Twit. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at Surfer. Uh, you can also find me playing Minecoya on Sundays at 8 Eastern Time? Central Time. I, I, I live in so many time zones. As always, you can follow us all at Bros and Dragons on both Facebook and Twitter and any other social media events. You can follow me at IamDMDoc on Twitter or Facebook. You can go to Patreon.com forward slash Bros and Dragons, donate a dollar a month, and become part of the team and help us create better content here. You can go to Etsy.com and search for Bros and Dragon Shop, and you will see our dice bag there, as well as other stuff that will be coming in the future. I would like just to say thank you from everybody here. Remember to keep it nerdy and live your dreams. Later. Way to let you were the captain in the end, and you were the one who could have said, fuck it, I'm not giving it to him. Children. <laughs> I don't know why you guys are so depressed. It's yes, not like Daddy. somebody died. How long have we been playing this, and I just realized now that you spelled it Martian Firewell? Yeah. Uh, you travel 700 days and 10 minutes, but you get in one fight, and it takes a whole session. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're the captain now. (laughs) (laughs) Xandra doesn't even sail. You're like, you're in charge, bitch. Yeah. How do you have 31? I rolled an 18 and I have plus 13 to hit. How the fuck do you have plus 13 to hit? Because you gave him a sword. You gave me. No, you gave me the the belt. Oh, yeah, that was it. Jesus Christ. Okay. Plus Plus nine strength. What kind of fucking dumbass? All right, go ahead. You hit. And you see how hard it is not to say captain? I, I do. I, I know. I knew it was going to be. I knew you it was should have just be. left it. You should no. have. No, no. It's part of his backstory. I'm, I liked it, too. All right. I don't like it. <laughs> it's just going to be a lot more editing. Uh, I'll. Rangio, you said, or where, where did you say the cap? Ah, fuck. I don't even know why I said Captain. I'm not even talking about Captain, the captain. Morthos the Faithful. <laughs> Orangio. Sometimes I flick a magical bean. Is it really magical, though? Oh, yes, it's magical. Oh, God, is it ever magical. I get sneak attack all day. <laughs> Everybody would play a rogue. God damn. It didn't work. There were eight it or did. seven or yeah. something. It bombed. <laughs> Son of a gun. That's fine. I, he's he's still got the item. It just doesn't give him bardic inspiration. Hey, I tried. <laughs> I tried, Keith. It's fine. There are several ways to raise money for a good cause. Some do it by running marathons. Some host high-dollar dinners. And some just do it by clever interneting. We here at the Watch Your Mouth Podcast employ a different approach. Wall-to-wall filthy fucking language. Go to a grocery store. I'm like, I know exactly what I need. I get in there. I'm like, yeah, the f- did I even come here for? With our charity swear jar, every f***ed up utterance from our unfettered gobs is a dime in the right direction. The motherfucker's a mouth breather. Gaming, movies, life musings, it's all here. Served on a bed of f- 
sauce and garnished with a crown of Shut the f*** up! How the f*** did we get here? F*** all that f***ing jelly bean! So if you want to hear us do good things with bad words, check out the Watch Your Mouth podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Facebook, or online at wympodcast.com. And remember, swearing is caring, so watch your mouth. Dungeons and Dragons. Quick, what do we do here? We're going to roll some dice. Make some terrible jokes. Toss in a wacky inflatable arm flailing tube man and you've got a party! It's so much pun! Sorry about that. Yeah. We're Dungeons and Dragons, a D&D 5th edition actual play podcast where we are building a world through the collaborative storytelling that is Dungeons and Dragons. We like to have fun, laughs, thrills, and adventure. Join us by subscribing to Dungeons and Dragons through iTunes or wherever you download podcasts. Find us at dumbdragons.com. And always a big thank you for BattleBards for lending us your sounds to make this podcast sound better. If you are looking to enhance your tabletop adventures, go to BattleBards.com. This has been a Bros and Dragons production. <laughs>